A song dedicated by Leif Tahar to the memory of Chaim Lobo Silber. And I play it not only because it's Shabbos Mavarachim, but because the topic we are about to discuss, about to discuss, I discussed more on the air with Lobo than anybody else over the years. It's also my father's yard site, and Lobo was among the last people to speak to my father before my father passed away. I remember that today as well. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we, we have a lot of important segments on this show for many, many years. The next few minutes might be the most important segment of the year. I'm asking all of you to pay careful attention. Th- this next segment, these next few minutes, might be the most important segment of the year. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky is with us live via telephone. I'm, I am, I've already uh, publicly stated, I mentioned this yesterday, that Rabbi Kanelsky is on this morning, not in his capacity with Briss Avram. We'll have an opportunity to speak about the great work that Briss Avram is about to do for Pesach 5781. We'll have a chance to do that. He's on this morning because a very prominent balabas, a very prominent uh, person in the, on the Jewish communal scene, asked him to specifically use this program to discuss a very, very important subject before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And that's why Rabbi Kanelsky is with us this morning. Rabbi Kanelsky, a uh, good morning to you, a good Erev Shabbos, good Erev Rosh Chodesh. Thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. Good morning. Thank you for giving us the opportunity as a greatest vehicle for the Jewish community is the Nachum Siegel Show. Many people listen and being inspired, but not just being inspired. You are the source that gives them the ability to know. I had a friend who used to travel to Manhattan, and he said to me that his wife likes candles because he listens to your show, and he calls her after the show and says, Nachum Siegel said this is time for ID candles. (laughs) You can never know how many people you inspire. Now, this person is an entrepreneur person, and he's in his circle, and he says to people that his wife likes Shabbos candles, then the other people say, wow, she likes Shabbos candles, and this person listens to Nachum Siegel, most probably has to be something good. <laughs> and therefore, therefore, and more than that, you know, I am a host of yours for your program for many, 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 many years. Since when you were still in this orange in that building, then we were going back many, many years. And I want to tell you one thing. You are making sure that every single thing in the Jewish community, is it in Israel, is it abroad, you make people involved. Is it through your words? Is it through your special attention to that? And always you put in some jokes that people don't feel that this is something was said, I have to do it, but the opposite. Let's do it together. And when my person of the board called me up and says, I have an idea, and and here came an idea from a person who who is a businessman. And he says, Rabbi, we have to do something in a most global way. I know you have connection with the Nachum Siegel Show. I know Nachum is your friend. 
call him up. Please see if for the next two weeks we could dedicate and do something as a Am Israel, as a Jewish nation together. Well, as, as Rabbi Kanelsky just said, this was initiated by a, a prominent Balabas, somebody who's very involved in Jewish communal life. And the topic, and this is why I call this such an important topic and maybe the most important segment of the year, uh, the topic is something we've discussed. I, I mentioned that with Lobo of Blessed Memory, I discussed it with him a million times, and that is doing chesed, doing chesed on whatever level you can, doing chesed for another person, doing chesed for another family. And now the prominent member of uh, of Kanelsky's board asked that we extend that, that we not only encourage people now in the next two weeks before Pesach to do chesed, and to do chesed for others, but to but to remind them that even though they are a recipient of chesed, they can then go ahead in their own capacity, at their own level, with their own ability, they can go ahead and do a chesed for somebody else. I always cite the example of something I learned many, 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 many years ago, and thank God I learned it early. And that is on an Erev Shabbos, and today's Erev Shabbos. On an Erev Shabbos, if you, if you know of somebody who's in financial difficulty, and it could be really serious financial difficulty, if you give them $20, it could change everything in their life for that Shabbos. They can get the few items they need that they promised their wife they would get, and they didn't know how they'd be able to pay for it. It would increase the shlom bias that comes from that. The ripple effect is amazing, what one small act of chesed can do. The ripple effect is amazing. And now... As this, um, uh, as the person indicated to Rabbi Kanelsky, it's not just doing for somebody else. We're always encouraging that. Small acts, whatever you can do, whatever's in your capacity, especially the next two weeks. Pesach's coming. Pesach is coming. You know how hard it is for people for Pesach? But in addition to that, remind them and convince them and, re- and just encourage them that they too, in whatever capacity they can, can help somebody else right now before Yontif. I take great pride in this concept, by the way, because it was Cholomoid Pesach that we always encouraged everybody, and we will do it again. We're going to do it again. We encourage people to not just buy tickets to the amusement parks, but to speak to the people at NCSY so you could buy tickets for those who can't afford it so that the kids can have somewhere to go, that families can have a wonderful Cholomoid day. And this is obviously a much, much bigger extension than that. Now, Rabbi Kanelsky, when I saw you earlier in the week, and, I, and I'm, I'm unabashed about this, by the way. I'm, I announced that you're making me the chairman of this campaign. I'm proud to be the chairman of this campaign. And I'm gonna, if, if, if it takes me using me as an example to encourage others, I'm going to do it. I saw you this week, and my mother of blessed memory, and we didn't, ha- we didn't have a lot of money growing up, frankly, and my mother of blessed memory always insisted that her children, or at least in my case, I remember she always says it, that her children set aside something for Moz Chitim. From the small jobs that we had, it always, you have to give something to the Moz Chitim fund of the shul because there are people before Pesach, it's the time of year. And I would suspect, frankly, that she probably, when she was younger, was helped by certain people before Pesach when it's so hard to make Pesach. See, yesterday when I saw you, a total coincidence, a total coincidence. I handed you two $20 bills, and I said, Rabbi, not in your capacity of bris Avram, just in your capacity of being somebody who knows a lot of people. You probably know people 
that are having difficulty making Pesach, please use this as part of your Mahoschitim. And you said to me, oh, perfect. You gave me two $20 bills. It's two. It's all about two. It's all about giving to one person and encouraging them to give to another. But then you told me, Rabbi Kanelsky, that there's an even greater significance to the fact that it was two. Could you explain why, as we approach Rosh Chodesh Nisan, this number two is so important? As Rabbi Yudin mentioned before, uh, we are going to read tomorrow Parshat HaChodesh. And Parshat HaChodesh is when the Rebbeinu Shavayon give his, his commanding Moshe Rabbeinu to say to the Eden that we, we're going to go out from Israel and he gives us a mitzvah. Our sages are saying that when we left Egypt, when we had to leave Egypt, we were naked of any mitzvah. As it says, at Erem Right. Says the Medrash, Nosen HaKadosh Borcho, the Rebbeinu gave to us two mitzvahs, Dam Pesach and Dam Mila, two. The, the, the blood of the, the male made a breeze, and the Dam Pesach that we brought, that korban, that sacrifice on the eve of Pesach. And the merit of these two mitzvahs, we left Egypt. And the Rebbe is asking a question. The Libavish Rebbe is asking a question. Why two? If the Rebbe Nation was looking that we should have something about to hook on, let's do one mitzvah, ten mitzvahs, a teres adibres, and more, why is it after these two mitzvahs? And the Rebbe explains that the two mitzvahs are presenting the two parts of mitzvahs in general. We have positive mitzvahs and negative mitzvahs. 248 positive mitzvahs, 365 negative mitzvahs, or we are prohibited to do. These two mitzvahs are presenting that two kinds. Dam Pesach, that is representing the 365 negative mitzvahs. Because that sheep was the Aveda Zore, was the idol worship of the Egyptians. And through that, that a Jew took that Aveda Zore and brought it as a sacrifice to God, we distanced ourselves from any kind of Aveda Zore, from any kind of not doing something that God commanded. The Dam Mila, the breeze, was a bound between a Jew and God. And that represented one, the, the 248 mitzvahs. And in the merit of that two mitzvahs, we left Egypt. And this, our sages are saying, Benisa Nigalo or Benisa Nasido in Goyal. In the month of Nisan was our first redemption. And in the month of Nisan, well, God willing be our ultimate redemption. We are looking for two mitzvahs. And the two mitzvahs is do a mitzvah by yourself and encourage another person to do. Don't be selfish. Don't keep all the mitzvahs to yourself. <laughs> Make another person involved. Let the other person do also a mitzvah. How do we do that? When you're saying, it's cool, it's excited, let's help our neighbor. Let's call up somebody, maybe somebody needs something. And if each one of us will make a change, I will do a mitzvah, and I will encourage somebody to do a mitzvah. We will keep that pandemic of the COVID-19 out. We are unfortunately a year after that. That brought much distance between one Jew and another Jew. Yeah. We need now Abbas Israel in the proper command, 
we have to love you, help you, doesn't mean that we don't have to do the guidelines, but we have to do it. But there is plenty of ways how to do and to help another Jew with a mask and with and with distance of six feet and everything we could do. Yeah, and by the way, yeah, and last Pesach, we were really isolated. Our shuls were closed, etc. We have a lot to make up for. It's really two because we have to do what we need to do this Pesach. We have to make up for what we didn't do last Pesach. But it's more than that. When you have a string that is being gripped, you cannot bind with one knot. You have to make a double knot. Right. We were distant for a year. Yeah. Let's now be bounded one with another. How do we be bounded? Through doing these two mitzvahs. But sometimes the mitzvah is only 50 cents or a dollar. Maybe it's a quarter just to call up somebody. And I will conclude with a small story that I heard that that story changed my whole approach for that campaign. There was a Jew in, in here in New York that in his floor was living an elderly woman. And unfortunately, she lost her husband many years ago, and she used to go and pace up always to her children's territory. Throat. That neighbor walked over to her and said to her, you are by yourself for the Pesach Seder. Just let's open up the door. You will sit on a chair by your door, and you will hear how we are making our Pesach Seder, and you will be a part of that. Mm. Last year, Pesach came to the Pesach Seder, and the songs were special. And the questions and everything was very unique. And after the Pesach Seder, she calls up the neighbor after Pesach, and she says, you made the Seder exactly like my husband used to do the Seder. <laughs> For many years, I never had such a Seder like my husband. You were singing the same songs that my husband used to sing. You used to, uh, you asked all the questions that my husband used to ask. How do you know it? He did not respond. What happened? He called up her son in Israel. No way. And, and says to her, to the son, oh. my dear son, your mother is our neighbor. Can you please tell me what was the song that your father used to sing by the Pesach Seder? Oh, my gosh. Oh what my gosh. was the conversation at the Pesach Seder? Oh and you took gosh. note of the son. What happened? <sighs> and that made that woman a different Pesach Seder. We could do the same thing. We sure have elderly people. We have people that don't have anything how to make the pace of status. They are lonely. Call up a neighbor. Find out how does she like the pace of status. What does she need? What does she want? And you will make a change, not just for her, for yourself. When you help another person, you're helping yourself. You don't help the other person. As we said in the Megillah, Rebach v'hatsova yamad v'ayhudim v'mokim acher. The Rebbeinu should take care of everybody. The question is if we are being a part of that big revelation of the coming of Mashiach. When Mashiach will come, we will all be there. The question is if we will be on the, on the, place, on the playing stage, on the floor, and we will be players, or we will have back seats and watch them, or we will have binoculars and sit in the back and watch what's going on. Let's not buy binoculars. Let's not buy, buy uh, seats. Let's be players. We are the players 
of the ultimate redemption of the coming of Mashiach Tzitzeno. We have, um, as I said, probably the most important segment of the year. Uh, everybody listening, we have a unique opportunity over the next two weeks with Pesach coming, and that is to do something um, for somebody in need, and needs are not always financial needs, as Rabbi Kanelsky just described, and encourage them to do for somebody else who might be in need. And again, it can be financial or otherwise. Uh, I am proud to be the chairman of this campaign, and I'll be reminding everybody about this message as we continue to get closer and closer to Pesach. I always point out, and I point it out with pride and to the chagrin of some of my staff members, we are an entity that needs your funds, your contributions to continue. And yet, as often as possible, it seems, I am asking you to support other important causes. And this is a really, really important one. Um, We have a special obligation to take care of those needy in our community, seek them out, and give what you can and be a part of it uh, by giving to them directly and by helping them directly and by encouraging them to help others who are in need. And Rabbi Kanelsky, I need to... I know it's not all about financial, but but when it comes to Pesach, I need to make this point, and I'll, I'll end with this, but I need to make this point. You know a lot of people who are in great financial need. You know them from your neighborhood, you know them from the greater Jewish community, and you know them from all the different places where you've had influence uh, geographically over the last many, many decades. If I were to hand you, in theory, or anybody were to hand you, like I did this week with those with the story with the twenty dollars, if someone was to hand you five one hundred dollar bills, now we know you can't make Pesach for a hundred dollars. We all know that it's impossible, and we all know that the expenses are much greater than that. But just tell me, please, on the air, how much lachatz, how much how much less pressure a person or a family would feel if they were given just $100 in advance of Pesach to buy Pesach products, even though it's not enough, even though they need more. How much lachatz, how much pressure would they be alleviated from? What kind of chesed would it be if they were handed just that amount of money as we get closer to Pesach? I will add a very important statement to that. It's not the hundred dollars. It's not the twenty dollars. When a person walks over, Moshe comes over to Yanko and says, "I want to help you," and takes out anything from a pocket and gives him. The other person feels, "I am not alone in the bottle. Yeah. There is somebody else who helps me," yeah. and that is easing greatly. It's not so much the amount as the smile. The Rambam says when you're giving docker, you should give it a smile. Yeah, no and question. And this is the most important. When you give it, smile to the person. Tell him, I love you. Maybe you cannot hug him because of corona. <laughs> but you could tell him, I love you. Yeah, and the, and the virtual hugs work. Uh, please tell the Balabas who brilliantly brought all of this to our attention that I am with great enthusiasm, taking on the role for the next two weeks as chairman of this campaign. He is listening to our conversation now. Good. 
and I'm sure that he, I will talk to him in five minutes and I will share with him uh, and I will hear his uh, comments and I will share it with you and I'm sure that everybody who will listen to you for the next two weeks will make a change, but the most important, we will all collectively say, materialize our promise from last year. We Shona Habob Yerushalayim. This is the year. This is the year that we're all coming to Yerushalayim. Mir Tashem. And, and this conversation, in addition to being Le'ili Nishmas, my father, it is the 28th of Adar, but we're also going to make this conversation Le'ili Nishmas Chaim Lobo Silber, because I told you that he was my original co-chairman on campaigns like this, describing to the audience how the smallest little thing that you do for somebody, financial or otherwise, can just change their day and change their life. And I accept with great enthusiasm the chairmanship of the campaign that I think we're going to we're going to take Miriam Wallach's advice. We're going to call it "It Takes Two, because it's two. Everybody, it's encourage. It's 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 us doing a kind act for somebody else or another family, and it's then encouraging them when they say to you, "How can I ever thank you?" You say, "No need to thank me. I encourage you to do the same thing for somebody else with great pride and great enthusiasm. Do the same thing." A kind word, a chesed, a ride for somebody, or if you can afford it, you give, give them uh, some money to uh, to help make Pesach, whatever it might be. So that's what I have to say. Uh, of that campaign, and on behalf of my wife, Sterni, and your wife, and we together will all say to Klau Yisrael, a freilachen and a kosher in Pesach. I appreciate that, and have a wonderful Shabbos, and we'll speak to you next week, Rabbi Kanelsky, on on other topics, but again, no more important topic than this. It takes two, everybody, and we want to emphasize that there's two in this process. It's not just you giving to someone else. It's then they being encouraged to go ahead and do for somebody. And, and I'm not calling I, – I didn't, I didn't like when someone suggested, oh, it's pay it forward. No, 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 no. Pay it forward has no deadline. Pay it forward is, you know, five years later you say, oh, this guy helped me get a job, and now I'm, I'm in a position to give someone else a job. I'm going to do it. No, no, no. We're not waiting how long it takes to pay something forward. We're encouraging the person who we are helping. Don't help. Don't thank me. Just go ahead and do the same thing for somebody else. Take out a $20 bill, write a check for $1,000, or if financially you can't help out, there are a million other ways you could help out. I'll never forget. I, I actually transcribed. <laughs> this was crazy. I actually transcribed after Lobo passed away uh, some of the conversations we had on the air. I have them here somewhere. I have to find them. I'd, I'd like to read them, actually, during the next two weeks. They're very inspiring. And one of the stories he tells is that he hired an ice cream truck to come to the bungalow colony just to give out ice cream to the kids. That was it. How much could it have been? I mean, what is it, a couple of dollars a kid, whatever it is? And he says that that's all they talked about the entire summer, that they, you know, that, that they had such a treat, such a chesed, that they, you know, he, he of course, did it with so much fun involved, etc. He, 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 he would not only do things for people, he always wanted to do it with great fun and enthusiasm. So whatever it is, whatever it takes... Maybe it's sending a a maybe it's sending a pizza pie on erev Pesach or this year wouldn't be erev Pesach obviously erev Pesach is Shabbos but Badika's Chametz night Thursday 
sending a few pizza pies to different families that might be struggling should they spend the $20 on a pizza pie. But then again, they want to feed their family, and it's hard to feed a family because chametz night because you don't want all that chametz around. That's a good campaign. By the way, by the way, that's a great idea. That I just stumbled on a great idea. Could you imagine walking into a local pizza shop and saying, please deliver these five pizza pies to these five families on Thursday night, Badika's Hummets, and I'm going to let them know they're coming because that's going to be my help in helping them prepare for Pesach. The truth is I could sit here and think of a million examples. Um, But I think everybody out there gets the point. It's Erev Pesach, everybody. And with all the days during the year that we need to keep other people in mind and do for other people as much as we can, with all, and it's got to be every day, right? We teach our children gift stuck every day. But there's nothing as important as these two weeks. It is such a lachat. It is such a a tremendous amount of pressure on so many people around the world to make yuntif. And, um, and that goes for people who have normal salaries as well. It's hard. It's hard. The meat bill is is gigantic the wine and matzah bill is gigantic all these things are gigantic compared to a regular uh, period of time whatever you could do do it don't delay it's got to be now don't delay and then encourage the person because they're going to thank you they're going to be like oh don't thank me don't thank me all i ask is you do the same thing sit down and think of who you could do something for and just do it and do it now because Pesach starts, you know, two weeks from tomorrow night. Two weeks from tomorrow night, we're sitting down to the Seder. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Over Shabbos, maybe, families can sit at the Shabbos table and think, who can I help? What can we do? What cool thing can we do to, to make it a little bit more fun and easier for people?